Welcome to Success Grid, the place for sharing entrepreneurial stories, knowledge, and wisdom to educate and inspire you to always strive to raise your standards in your business and your life. With your host, Hussein Talib. Welcome, Grid Insiders, to another episode of the Success Grid podcast. With me today, Sardor Ahmadov. He is a serial tech entrepreneur and a public speaker who currently holds a position as the COO and managing partner at Jafton.com and Mist.com. So, Sam, are you ready to enter the grid? Ready. We're ready. Awesome, awesome. So, I give a little intro about you. Why don't you give us a little more about who you are and what you do? Sure, yeah. Uh, thank you for the introduction and for the invite. Okay. And, uh, my pleasure to be here today. And, Me too. Uh, thank you for being here. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you mentioned my title. You know, that's that's what I do. I'm a remote tech entrepreneur. Uh, work, you know, from my home. This is, you know, I'm here right now. This is like pretty much my office. My office is anywhere. And I'm um, 23 years old right now. And so, wow. You know, How old are you? 23. Awesome, awesome. That's yeah, great. I started pretty young uh, uh, because I, I never finished college. So I jumped right into the business because, you know, I really wanted to get into the game. So, yeah, yeah that's, cool. that's all in my story. That's, yeah. Uh, I started early. Cool. So I was go- going to ask you, well, why, why did you drop out of college? Yeah, because uh, during college, I was, you know, um, First of all, I wasn't seeing that much value in it as an entrepreneur because first I, you know, I always wanted to be a tech entrepreneur and I yeah. thought that in order to do that, you need to know how to code. So I actually entered with the major of electrical engineering to college, but then I ended up switching to business because I realized I don't need to know necessarily how to code to be a tech entrepreneur. And once I switched to business, I realized that in college, they don't teach you business in a way to be the business owner. They teach yeah. you how to be, how to work for a business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That so really pissed me off. And I was like, oh, this is a, like, I, I don't want to be an employee. Why are they teaching me all these things uh, to be an employee, right? And then, so I, I really was losing interest. And then uh, I started my own business on the side. Uh, which was not a tech business, but it was a sport nutrition business. And it went really? well, and I was making money. So I was like, well, you know, I don't really see a point of keep keep on going. So then I got involved with tech, and that was obvious to me that I, I just simply don't have time for college. Um, not to discredit college, there's a lot of value in it. If I could, you know, I would go back and probably go into a better school, uh, which was another reason the school that I was in, I was not liking the school. Uh, so yeah, you know, the, the whole, like, yeah. The, the so, yeah, cool. So, so you, you are like 23 now. So if you finished, you would be already done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So from your experience, how, how much time did you spend in college? One year, two years? Uh, a year and a half. Recently. Yeah, okay, cool. So yeah, I, I can feel you because, uh, me personally, I went to college. I finished eventually, but at the start, I went and studied for, like you did, for like three semesters. And there was a lot of things on my mind. I was already in the marketplace. I was already working. So I thought, why do I need this certificate to just put it on the back of my room's wall? (laughs) It does not define anything. It does not define you, right? Yeah. 
but 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 we but you um, but what you see is uh, that we are in the mindset of like finish college and get a job right this is the thing that we see even from our parents mostly and the people who are around you right so finish college and get a job so i went back i finished and i wo- worked for many things and now i w- work for a bank but that's not gonna continue <laughs> soon sooner right. hopefully later than th- because it's this is not how it works like and like you said they teach us how to be like the 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 employee of on things they don't teach you in, especially in business majors they don't teach you how to be innovative and creative exactly yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, you studied in the us yeah yeah, yeah. yeah cool seven years ago yeah wh- where did you came from uh, i originally come from uzbekistan yeah something i didn't mention cool yeah uh, it's in central asia uh the capital of uzbekistan tashkent uh mm. I came here for high school first and then went to college after high school. Mm, cool, cool. So, uh, tell me more in detail, how did you break into the tech business? Because you finished college, oh, sorry, you didn't finish college and you went you went out without finishing and you went as a 20, 23 years old now as a tech entrepreneur. You, ha- you, you, you are uh, in meetmiss.com. And then gifton.com. What? Uh, how did you? How these two came about? Yeah. So my my route of how I got into tech is not a traditional route of like a lot of people just you know go out and start companies of their own. Instead, what I did was uh, I met my uh, first mentor, uh, you know, back in 2017 in New York, and he was a serial entrepreneur. Uh, his name is Bobby Rekulkanov, and he, you know, in, like he was the first mentor in technology that I had, technology business, and he was a, you know, a very experienced entrepreneur. So I actually started working for him at first, just like, you know, helping him with sales, business development, other tasks. And then slowly I worked my way up to becoming his partner. And now we are partners in the, in this company. So I became the. Whoa, really? Partner. So, so the first thing is, Having a mentor is something important and essential to achieve more in your life in general. Second, you started with him as a men- as your mentor, and now you are like with a partner with him. Well, not about, but we are like partners. Yeah, cool. And, and yeah, I mean, this is you know, I I'd say this is a quicker way. Like I, I always say, you know, uh, people say, how do I get to the level uh, that I want to achieve? I say, well, find somebody who you like you want to be like because when i saw my mentor i said wow this is what i want to be like what yeah I exactly right yeah. so uh, if you just you know go and work with that person you're going to assimilate you're going to learn a lot of things quicker because that person he worked his whole life to make all this experience and get that knowledge and you can just take that from him right and con- so, condense it into smaller time period yes exactly this is this is what they call uh, success leaves clues you go on model success. You exactly like what you said. You go find someone who you want to be like, and study him, or or interview him, or be like him, and follow his footsteps. That will in- decrease the time that you achieve the same thing that they did. That's uh, yeah. So okay, uh, <clears throat> how to build a business in tech at a young age? 
how 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 people are find doing that today how did your story exactly begin because nowadays i see for example a lot of maybe applications or whatever that young people want to do so how would you go around that as a young entrepreneur right i mean if you if you're starting from zero you know uh, first of all you need to you know you need to try out what you what you want to do you know obviously uh, it's it's not very likely that you will succeed from the first attempt but it is likely so like i said you know first of all if you can get mentors people who did it they can save you a lot of trouble and mm-hmm. you can learn a lot from them and i believe in partnerships a lot in any yeah. business that i get involved with i do it in partnerships I don't go there myself. So I would say, you know, find the right partner, uh, preferably somebody who's more experienced than yourself. If you're young, especially somebody who's older than you, who's done that. And you can, what you can bring is, you know, a lot of people think, young people think that, oh, well, why would the older person work with me? What's their motivation? Well, they would work with you because you, as a young person, actually have that new perspective, new ideas. Exactly. They can benefit from that too. So, you know, like, like with my example, myself and my partner, you know, we, I bring something to the table that I know some new trends. I'm young and like, I'm, I'm like more energy and things like that. So there's a, you know, a, they call it like a synergy, right? A one plus one is not two, but 11 sometimes. You know? <laughs> it, it creates that a lot of energy together. Yeah. So that, that's the biggest, uh, I would say example uh, of how you can get started quickly. If you don't have a partner, if you want to be a solopreneur, though, then you can um, just go and try as, as soon as possible. Just don't wait. Don't idealize. A lot of people idealize. They're like, oh, when I have investments, that will start. When I have this, I will start. No, just go and start. Exactly. And there's a good book called Lean Startup, which describes how you can start with very bare minimum amount of resources. So, okay. So, so can we put them in like, Top tips and like, uh, what are the top tips for entrepreneurs who are just starting out? The first thing it could be finding a mentor, right? The second thing, partner. yeah. Uh, and then second thing is uh, start as quickly as possible. No, it doesn't have to be perfect. Yes, it doesn't have to be perfect. Yes, uh, don't idealize. Third is uh, you know use some resources like books. You know, there's a lot of really good books like Lean Startup. Uh, Zero to One is a really good by Peter Thiel. Those are golden books. Uh, you should definitely read them before starting a tech startup, especially. Uh, cool. Okay. So let me ask you about your your daily routine. What do you do on your day? What kind of, when do you wake up? What, what kind of things do you do? Yeah. Yeah. So lately I kind of went off track a little bit, but I always, you know, try to s- schedule things and stick to the schedule as much as possible. It's very, very important, especially I realized last year to have a proper like system in place in your life mm, yeah it's a set of habits right you wake up at a certain time you you know eat at a certain time you eat a certain meal and and you know uh, some people might think this is boring like oh having a routine is boring no but you know if you don't have the proper routine and proper system in place then you become a victim of circumstances anything yes. can happen you'll, you'll be dragged along you know like exactly. that direction I don't have time. I don't have time. It's I I can't do that. Yeah, but if you have a proper system and habits, then you will be system. Your life will be predictable. Like you will know exactly what you're going to do tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. So I'd say you know uh, I stick to schedule as much as possible. Like I use Google Calendar 
I use uh, Calendly for bookings oh, cool. of my time and, uh, you know, tools like that. Uh, but I also keep track of my habits, you know. I, I, I write them down. I check them out, like, every day. And, uh, it, 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 like, it very much helps, like, you know. From, from the top habits that I have, I would say having a cold shower in the morning has really been helpful. Mm. Like, I would say it's, it's a contrast shower. It's like uh, cold and hot. Like I mix it, like switch and, and it helps your immune system and it wakes you up in the morning really well. Then in the morning, I try to attack the most important tasks in the first half before 12 o'clock. I try to like, you know, do, do go over the sales, go over the client uh, task, like most important things. And then in the afternoon, you can have, you know, operational tasks, some smaller strategy planning things that in the second half. So for business, I would say in the first half of the day, do the most important things. Like, you know, if you want, if you should close a deal, go work with that client, do those things first. And then second half, you can like, you know, have less important. Yeah. So, so the first thing anyone should tackle at first is the most important thing, not the easiest task. Yeah, the most important task that brings value to you or to your customer or to your yeah. company, right? Not the, the easiest one. So let me ask you: you are you are in the mobile app landscape and digital opportunities, right? So, right. Yes. so uh, we do we do develop mobile applications. Yes. What else do you do? What else oh. you do? Yeah, so, so with, that, with that company, we have two sides of our company. We have a service and consulting side of our company, which is jaffin.com, mm. where we do IT consultancy and we provide like services of outsourcing. Like if you want to develop something, we will build it for you. Okay. And we have a product side of our company where we have miss.com and a few other products that we do experimental products. Mm. And that is like our own product, you know. Uh, so the goal is to like, you know, switch and focus on the product but when you're building a tech product it's going to take a couple of years for this to be profitable yeah so the product side of our company is not profitable yet okay but the consultancy is profitable so what the money that we make from consultancy we invest in our own products right mm. so that when when our products you know achieve a certain amount of users then it's going to bring more revenue and you know it's going to be a stable business but sometimes you have to you have to have a, a, a second business that will be feeding your other business okay. that you're building that's going to take some time. Yeah. Cash, you know? Yeah. If, if Like if you have uh, some, like you said, some kind of business is, still needs time to grow to the point where it breaks even and makes profit, you need to make sure that there is some money coming in covering that so you can cover your costs, especially if you have like employees or something like that, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, regarding to making apps or mobile apps, how much does it cost to make an app nowadays? Does it cost much? <laughs> If I would yeah, like to make yeah. an app, does that is gonna cost much? Yeah, it's it's a question that uh, that we get asked every day, and it's a very difficult question because it's like asking how much does it cost to build a house, right? Okay. So it, it depends on like what well right what what kind of house do you want to build? Is it a condo like or is it a mansion with like fountains with the backyard with the, all the all the tools right? So it depends on the complexity, uh, of course. But you know your your apps can range anywhere from like for a cheaper company, I would say you know th there are companies that do under ten thousand. 
we're not in that range. We go twenty thousand at least, at least twenty thousand dollars and above. And some of our contracts are like you know above you know three hundred, four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollar contract for you know they could be a year contract, two year contract. Those are like bigger companies. We also work with the government agencies, you know. So so it all depends on the complexity, you know, of the of the product. Oh, cool. So, okay. So, if if someone has like uh, is interested in building an app or wants to go in the business of developing apps, what where the where they should start? Do you um, think? Well, first of all, you know, they should understand the industry. They should understand tech. Hmm. You know, they don't have to be super technical. But they have to be good at like managing the business, right? And mm. so here there are two components in this business. First, most important is you should be able to sell yourself, sell your services, and market your business, right? So you should create a brand mm. and you should generate sales. You know, that's first of all, if you don't make sales, it doesn't matter what kind of a good product you have, what service you provide, nobody's gonna know about it, right? So once let's say you have the proper sales marketing campaign, brand, then you go and you need to find talent. You need to find the people that are going to build this, right? Yeah. So in our company, we have over 40 engineers working oh. for us. And it's, you know, they're distributed across five countries and we source best talent, you know, uh, because we have access and we have connections in the industry and we have employees that we've been working with for many years mm -hmm. now. Uh, that that you know that can provide the service, right? So once we yeah. close the deal, then we have the right people to do that. So it, it's it's two sides of this business, right? So mm -hmm. it's not a very easy business to enter to. Yeah. The barriers are high here. Uh, although some people might think, oh, it's just development; it's a commodity. <laughs> no, it's 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 not that easy. You know? Yeah, you can you can you can get an app, but uh, how? Let's say a general question: How many downloads will it get? <laughs> for example, that's another question. You know, that's for a client. But for <laughs> us, who builds the 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 builds the apps, we also need to sell our services to those who want to build the app, right? Mm. So that's that's yeah, like it's it's about marketing and sales. Yeah, yeah, cool. So you mentioned uh, like in your business, you have two sides. So how in general, product quality creates faster ROI for your business. Uh, product quality quality create yeah. faster ROI uh, for the business right uh, I mean the quality of the product matters of course a lot like I said you know it's it, you you need you need both you need like you need to be able to sell the product and market it first of all but even if, let's say first of all I need to get my attention of the clients right yeah. I need to you know promote it well so that people see it in the first place. Let's say I have Instagram. If Instagram wasn't promoted well, people wouldn't know about it. Or TikTok wasn't promoted, people wouldn't know about it. But sometimes you get a really good promotion, but then the product is not good. It also doesn't work. So it has mm -hmm. to, the product has to match what you're advertising. Mm -hmm. If you have both, then you're, you're going to succeed. Oh, the, the, if, even if you get in front of the clients, mm -hmm. 10 to 10,000, 10 million clients, but your product doesn't match, yeah. nobody's going to obviously use it, right? So mm -hmm. it has to, quality matters for the ROI, of course. In long term, it matters a lot. Yeah. Mm, cool. So uh, the, 
you basically there there is now cloud computing does your business depends on cloud computing uh no not not that's that's not our focus you yeah. know we, we do use cloud for you know hosting but that's not our focus we don't do like data analysis or cloud computing things like that mm. we just do hardcore development yeah. design and consultancy okay cool and uh, let me ask you does blockchain has to do anything with your business the blockchain technology yeah, does it affect blockchain. your business yeah blockchain is a is a very strong technology that you know we've been we actually have another company you know within our family of brands uh, called block crunch which we focus on blockchain consultancy solely and lately it's been the trend has been coming up again you know coming back from from you know it died out in 2018 now it's coming back okay. uh, and, and and we do yeah we do build nfts right now with the you know uh that's a hot topic right now yeah. we're building applications with nfts right now we're building applications with blockchain with cryptocurrency tracker apps all kinds of like blockchain related technology apps yes we do have expertise in blockchain as well we have yeah. really strong blockchain engineers yeah cool awesome so can you can we go back a little bit to your two ventures or website jafton.com and miss.com uh, give us the pointers of what exactly they do and how they can help people if they want to check them out right so like i said you know jafton.com is a consultancy agency we we provide you know outsourced development services let's say you want to start a tech business yeah and you want to build something like uber or build something like Airbnb. You come to us and you just tell us the idea and then we build everything for you. We give you a quote proposal and then we build everything for you. Like, you know, we design it, we prototype it, we develop it, we release it. All you have to do is then take that product and market it. We don't market, but you market it yourself, but we build it everything for you, you know, mm -hmm. from scratch. That's Japan.com. Mm. Now with Miss.com, it's it's a tool. It's basically an automation tool for businesses that need to have remote that provide remote services, right? Right now the whole world is remote, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say one of our clients right now, it's a home services industry company, and and uh, you know they provide services of like electricians technicians that come to your house and fix your things right mm. how would they need remote services right it, it's, it's weird they okay <laughs> you come to your house and fix it right but interesting thing even those companies right now are switching to remote because some people they don't want to have technicians come to their house because they're afraid of covid no. or they just simply don't want to ha have people come to their house right let's say my fridge broke right and yeah. i need to fix my fridge but it's a simple thing yeah so maybe i don't need somebody to come to my house i can just do a video call with them and say hey let's say hussein you're a technician i say hussein how do i fix my fridge let me show you on the video and then you tell me hey turn this change this yeah. you tell me give instructions i do it myself yeah. okay. and then i pay you for consulting okay now, cool. .com, we provide that technology to those companies so they can have video calls they can have payments uh, and they can have scheduling all in one application we build cool. that technology into your into your app 
Oh, awesome, awesome. So let me ask you a final question. What what project do you have in mind for the future or for now? I mean, yeah, we have a lot of things that we're working on. You know, uh, right now, one of the exciting things that you know I personally am passionate about is voice technology. Oh, yeah, cool. You, uh, yeah. Cool. Especially, I, I recently YouTube had like a voice uh, search. I think in YouTube, it, it's it's a new, newly added. It's not something old. Yeah, I mean, it, voice has been around for a long time, but it's it's been trending, you know, lately. Up, yes. So uh, you Clubhouse, right? You know, Clubhouse. Yeah. So we're building something like Clubhouse, but for corporations. Something similar to Slack, it, but it's like Clubhouse. It's a voice chat for for companies. You know that's the exciting thing that we're working on, and some other products around voice technology and video technology. That's that's our focus right now, and that's mm. what I'm excited about right now. Good, good. Well, uh, all the best in your new venture, uh, Sam. Thank you for being here today with me on the Success Grid podcast. Yeah, pleasure. Thank you for saying for the awesome. invitation. Thanks, awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.